through my journey I realised how much mindfulness and the mental aspect of training um, really informed how you move through the journey and how you reach those goals. I realised it's, it's literally 50%. Your body moving is only the other 50% and you need both. Um, and I realised there's such psychology in training. You know, people ask a simple question of what keeps you motivated or how can I stay motivated? And that in itself is psychology where it's just understanding your why, your reason, but also understanding who you are as a person and how you move through this this journey you're embarking on and how you persevere through it, but also understanding the highs and the lows of that journey because it's amazing when you get to your goal, it's amazing. But what happens when you don't, you know? Welcome to the practice of health with me, Charlie Tunmore. The purpose of this bite-sized podcast is to empower you to take ownership of your own health. I'm a certified health coach. I manage two yoga studios in London and I'm a jiu-jitsu purple belt. In each episode, I explore an area of holistic health with a guest. Nutrition, movement, sleep, stress and much more and we share tools and principles that you can implement in your life today. After all, health is a practice, not an idea. Hi everyone, this is episode 40, Strength Training for Yoga, Mindfulness and Holistic Health with Jenny Panicky. Today we talked about lots of different areas of holistic health and how Jenny became a personal trainer, a coach and now a qualified yoga teacher. I was really interested to hear from her about uh, different movement practices, especially as probably we all know if you just practice one particular kind of movement, sport, exercise, you might get imbalances. So it's important to branch out, especially for people who just practice yoga. Um, Jenny gave some really good advice about what you can do, uh, different kinds of movement um, to really help uh, different parts of your body, different muscle groups. Maybe you don't usually activate. So definitely stick around for that. So Jenny is a London-based qualified yoga teacher and stretch coach. She's also a qualified personal trainer at the gym group Peckham and a coach at F45 Peckham Rye. Her Instagram is Jenny with two N's and an I underscore meets world without the O. And Jenny's email is train with Jenny with two N's, one I again, P. So that's train with Jenny P at gmail.com. And I'll have all of this information in the show notes if you would like to get in contact with her later on. I am very honored to say that Plant Power is sponsoring today's episode. Plant Power is a plant based meal service located in the reception of Diesel Gym London. Healthy meals, snacks and juices are available daily. My personal favourite is the Power Bar and it is run by my very good friend Alex Manusos. I hope you enjoy this conversation with Jenny. Jenny, welcome to the Practice of Health. I uh, really appreciate you coming on today and really looking forward to our conversation. Uh, thanks Charlie, thanks for having me. Super happy to be here, obviously. And you invite me, I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
um we met recently um on the day that you became a qualified yoga teacher uh so congratulations again for that um it's been a few weeks now and i know during a conversation um you've been a personal trainer for quite a few years before you uh embarked on your yoga teacher qualification um so i'm curious to kind of know what made you want to start the yoga teaching in the first place when you're already um working as a coach and a personal trainer okay so in terms of the personal training is it's been about two and a half years Hmm. um but it's only been the last year that i've been full-time so in terms of yoga teacher training i've just always said oh i think i'm at this point where i really want to delve into it and at the time i didn't know if i was going to teach so when i originally wanted to do it i think it was like i don't know 2 2 15 2 16 um and it was mainly like i literally i was working bar and i come across someone like one of my my customers was like oh do you know anything about the yoga and i was like i do yoga and he was like oh i, I did a yoga teacher training but i don't know anything about yoga and like he was basically explaining to me how you know like he doesn't want to be a yoga teacher but he found it so fascinating so i kind of had that stance on it so i was like you know at the time i had extra money and i was like end of the day i know this is probably going to be very much it's been a lifestyle for me and i know it's going to be a lifelong thing for me in terms of yoga so why not if it becomes a situation where do you want to teach cool if not then you know I've, I've gained my objective which is to learn more about the thing that you know i love and has informed some of my life choices and you know how i process life um and then it was like i think it got closer to now where like I've decided to go 100% um, in direction, in terms of my career in a, a wellness and um, fitness-based industry. And I was like, of course I've got to add, I've got to add yoga to the roster, like I've got to add it. So um, after I said I'll do PT full-time, I was like, as soon as the opportunity or the universe or fate decides, I'll, I'll go for my yoga teacher training. I think at that time, you know, my boss wanted me to teach yoga and I felt very like, felt like an imposter. I was like, you know, I had like major imposter syndrome because I know what it's like, you know, just being a student and putting all of my trust and, you know, allowing a yoga teacher to like have that vulnerability and guide me. And I was like, I don't feel comfortable with doing that. Um, and at without the qualification and the full understanding on and the full guidance of how to guide an actual student. Yeah, I can definitely see that. Um, if you're open to talking about, it, you mentioned that you change a few things about your lifestyle um, mm-hmm. in terms of kind of yoga or what you kind of learn through yoga. Is there anything in particular they can think of now in like what the training or what starting to practicing yoga helped in other areas of your life? Um, I think one of the major things it definitely helped with was anxiety um and just slowing down and giving me a better coping system to deal with my emotions um and dealing with the moments that felt the most overwhelming i felt like even if it wasn't anxiety or if it was more of like a low moment or a time in my life or scenario that you know it was challenging and i had to process i would go to yoga first and that usually would clear my mind um and then I would say I found that it brought a lot of focus and structure, which most of fitness has done for me, where 
you know, I knew that every day I had the safety of knowing that like, I'm coming to my mat every morning. Um, I can't, I can't say that's the, the same thing now in present day, but when I started, it definitely was a nice anchor for me. Um, and then I would say not only that, but the breathing and just, just the encouragement to move slower. You know, when I first started, everything was about lifting the most impressively, lifting the heaviest weight, doing the most craziest things, being the most, you know, experienced. Um, and yoga really slowed me down and made me focus more on the movement and the understanding of my body and my my physical awareness as well as, as well as my mental awareness because it's 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 very much a relationship and they definitely intertwine um but you know i didn't have that before so then i took that into my other training you know the mindfulness that i gained from yoga i put into my lifting i put into you know in tuning myself mentally into my body at times where it needed the most and meant the most so it the mindfulness brought more intention into everything else i was doing i really like what you said about what yoga's brought to you and the mindfulness and more awareness of the body um i think for a lot of people it's it's can be good to do different forms of movement like you said with the yoga and the lifting and everything else you do um one thing we talked about a bit last time which i'm kind of interested to know more about is <clears throat> we will know people that just practice one kind of movement whatever that is and that can be good for some people but sometimes if you just practice one sport or activity or movement it can cause imbalances in the body so i guess if someone let's say was just practicing yoga and they were kind of talking to you but wanted to kind of branch out and do other kinds of movement maybe weren't in yoga or just sort of explore other kinds of movement is anything that you would suggest them or any advice from your own experience or from working with people um for people who like want to yeah go out like still practice yoga but kind of try out other forms of movement that maybe they're lacking uh in yoga um i would say there are i think it would be about exploring the different types of physical requirements our body needs so for definitely i would encourage a yogi to participate in some type of cardiovascular movement whether it be running swimming you know if you're a gym head maybe or you're gravitating towards a gym do a hit class something that gets your heart rate and your lungs working past the capacity that you know it to work in 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 yoga you know in yoga it can be very challenging it can be intense so let that like let no one be fooled yoga is no joke however your heart rate will never get to a certain level it is it just wouldn't and obviously cardio makes your heart stronger you know it increases your 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 capacity to to your lung capacity let's be real um it makes you more efficient and then i would say definitely strength training um specifically i would say more pulling motions because very much so in yoga we have a lot of push you know you've got grounding through the feet we have our chaturangas we have high planks a lot of arm balances um a lot of squats not a lot of pull motions 
you know, you, you end up disengaging, you know, your forearm capability, like your forearm strength, you know, the smaller back muscles, you know, like your rhomboids. Um, I would say also kind of thinking about more explosive movement. Um, I think explosive movement is, 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 is just really good to keep your body guessing. Um, it brings a different layer where, you know, we've, we've, we've all got a mixture of different types of muscle fibers in our, in our bodies. You you have fast twitch and slow twitch, you know, and the fast twitch is going to get you ready where if you need to run down the, down the road to catch the bus, your muscles can't handle it. You're not going to pull a hamstring. Do you know what I mean? Um, and it's kind of like less about, okay, you want to be explosive to go and run a hundred meter. No one's saying that. Mm-hmm. However, there's other functional things in life that that you might require you, or without even thinking, you're going to do like running for the bus, running away from danger. You know, you, your body needs a balance of a, a, a various amount or variety of things for it to deal with the the life we live in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I can't go wrong. I really like what you said is keep the body guessing and sort of just sort of mix up, find out <clears throat> what kind of movements you enjoy as well. You know, what what are you going to keep on doing week in, week out, um, whether it's more group activities or more doing things by yourself. Yeah, sometimes I hear from people, let's say, yeah, yoga is their main form of practice. They pay a monthly membership. They mm-hmm. maybe can't afford to go to the gym, for example, um, as an extra kind of cost. I guess for things they could do in their own house maybe they could buy one or two pieces of equipment something you would suggest in terms of like strength training or pulling movements um if someone was like i don't want to go to the gym but i'll do a few things in my house what what kind of things any suggestions you'd you'd say well the amazing thing is that yogis already have a mat (laughs) you know that's the that's a great start already um in terms of pulling movements especially if you are someone that just does yoga and you've never done any other fitness um disciplines or elements of fitness resistance bands are amazing they're small you can take them anywhere you can actually put them in your bag like you can go to the park and do some resistance work a with a resistance do it in your house like you can literally latch it on to the door frame you can loop it around your feet it can get some pulling motion in you know in itself it's really helpful even when like in a, not to say it's 100% prescribed physio, but let's say, you know, you wanted to strengthen your back for better chaturangas, you know, you could literally work on a mind-muscle connection and really be mindful with that pulling motion to strengthen the back muscle. So then when you're actually in that pushing motion, you know, your shoulders are nice and stabilised. You know, the back muscles, you know, that are called upon do not feel it as, as, as much and can hold you up. So I would say your resistance bands. And when I say resistance bands, you can use the small loop ones. You know the ones you see in beauty bands, the the more rubber ones. But I would say the longer ones are really good because you can double them up quite a lot. Yeah, they're great. I gave my dad quite a few resistance bands for Christmas last year just because he wanted to incorporate some strength training didn't want didn't want to go to a gym or could, couldn't it's like it's such a versatile thing to sort of use that or if you want to get like one kettlebell or something like that they're just such great equipment you can get now 
um, that you can do do like a five, 10, 20 minute workout if you haven't got an hour um, to do something or to kind of include during other kind of yoga practice. It doesn't need to be like a, obviously if you can go for an hour to the gym, that's amazing. And that can be, obviously that's a great benefit. But if to start out with you, if you don't want to make that massive leap, you can kind of start out doing 10, 20 minutes in your house. Then once you build up confidence, you know a few things, then maybe you kind of go to the gym, speak to a personal trainer, um, go down that path and kind of just like learn more about your body and the the mindfulness connection. Like, yeah, even strength training can be, as you said, so mindful and mm-hmm. actually kind of feeling what your body's doing, same as yoga and sort of the breathing as well. Um, breathing more in and out through your nose when you can to help with recovery. It's um, yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, I mean, you definitely do quite a lot of from speaking to a lot of, I guess, different modalities of health and wellness and kind of have a more, I guess, holistic approach uh, to your training, I guess, and how you train the people. Um, why, why do you feel that's important to have a more like holistic view um, when you kind of support people as you coach or clients? I think the reason why I've gone down that route is because I think through my journey, I realized how much mindfulness and the mental aspect of training um, really informs how you move through the journey and how you reach those goals. I realized it's it's literally 50%. Your body moving is the other 50%. You need both. Um, And I realized there's such psychology in training you know, people ask a simple question of what keeps you motivated or how can I stay motivated? And that in itself is psychology where it's just understanding your why, your reason, but also understanding who you are as a person and how you move through this this journey you're embarking on and how you persevere through it, but also understanding the highs and the lows of that journey because it's amazing when you get to your goal, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. But what happens when you don't, you know? Working on that mental capacity and that mindset is what really takes people above and beyond that goal or that aim. Um, and it's, I find it, it leads to more sustainability for a client or anyone I'm helping. I, I feel like, there's more to just the physical, you know, when to change something physical, usually it's only half the story anyways. Dealing with the reason, the why, is when you really get into whether it becomes plausible, whether it's needed, whether it's the right decision. Mm. Um, and really thinking about those things is what makes a difference. So for me, I take a holistic, a holistic approach because, you know, the physicality is only one aspect of fitness. Everyone kind of like stops at like, same thing for like yoga and what people know yoga to be, especially on the outside world. Um, you know, they think it's just the asana, the physical. And that's, a, that's, that's firm from the truth. Do you know what I mean? If you look at athletes, a lot, a lot of them have to be very, mentally strong and reinforced and resilient in what they do right as amazing as what their bodies can do to get them there the mind has to get them there first you know you can't make changes if you're not ready 
that's for me that's just as simple as it gets mm. you can want the change but unless you're ready to make the change then it's 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 not gonna turn out the way you want it to and i find when you when i'm holistic or i'm more of a coaching zone i know that my external motivation is an, an another layer for them that they can add on to it if they say they can do it themselves and then they've got someone reinforcing that i know that that's gonna help do you know what i mean if yeah. i sometimes it's just even offering a different perspective plus you know although i've already been a pt for a few years like i've been training for much longer <laughs> you know um going off my own personal experiences i've moved through different you know um different ups and downs of the journey. At first I couldn't stand it. I didn't, I, I, I definitely started it for the wrong reasons. Um, and then I found the right reasons. And even though I found the right reasons, there were times where it started to wane on me without realizing or even thinking it could or expecting it to. Um, and I realized certain things didn't matter. You know, a lot of things were driven by you know, again, society's standards of beauty, understanding that we should go past that and transcend that and promote more of a realistic, balanced and more just welcomed idea of what beauty looks like. Because there's so many different, different types of beauty out there. I think as well, moving through this life those societal expectations are changing thankfully like i remember when i started i was like okay if i'm gonna be fit and i'm gonna be strong i need to look like this mm-hmm. and when i didn't look like this even with all the work i was doing i literally thought i was a failure because it can it can turn in your head mm-hmm. something as amazing that can uplift your spirit and your mind can flip it on the head as well. So I think that's why I take that approach and kind of like just educate my clients and understanding different metrics. So I don't go by measurements. I don't go by weight. I go by how do you feel? How do you move? And if you want a physical metric, okay, how do you fit into your clothes? <laughs> you know? Yeah, I completely agree with you. It's, it's, um, yeah so important to look health holistically and how it all interlinks and just because you look a certain way it's more about how you i say how you feel how your sleep is how your stress your mental health and how they all interlink how digestion is and um, things maybe you don't see on the surface but it's so important for someone's like kind of health or looking at health holistically um yeah i always kind of i interested to kind of ask people um part of why I do this podcast is think about health practices the things people can do in their own life that kind of maybe free or low costs that don't take much time that can kind of start to maybe for people to be more curious about things to do with health so now we talked about mental health things like strength training but have you got like one or two maybe tips or advice uh, people in terms of what we talked about today whether that's more mental health or strength training or something else that you could that you could um, give today sure um in, t- in terms of mental health, um, just understanding that fitness 
in itself, whatever discipline or element you've chosen, is amazing for your mental health. However, to also remember to have check-ins with yourself. I think I would definitely encourage check-ins with yourself because it, like I mentioned earlier, it could definitely flip on the head and become, you know, the thing that is actually adding to your stress. Is there anything else you wanted to share or where can people connect with you? Um, if they kind of heard a conversation today and want to find out more about you and, and, and what you do? Um, sure. Is there anything I want to share? Hmm. I would say not everything's set in stone. Everything is changeable. And just enjoy whatever you decide to partake in, whether that be yoga, weightlifting, running, find the enjoyment first or explore different elements first. Don't think you have to go to the norm. Don't think you have to be like a sheep. Find what works for you. And if you find that enjoyment in you, then I would say that would probably be the right avenue for you. Um, in terms of finding me, um, you can find me um, on socials in terms of Instagram. My name is um, at Jenny, Jenny with an I. So it's J-E-N-N-I underscore meets world. So it's M-E-E-T-W-R-L-D. There's no O. Um, yeah, you can find me on there. I'm currently working in the Peckham area. Born and raised, so still working in the community. I'm at the gym group Peckham, as well as F45, up the road at Peckham Rye. I coach there. And yeah, just just hit me up. My email is um, trainwithjennyp. Again, Jenny with an I, not a Y, at gmail.com. So let me know if you have any inquiries, any questions. Happy to, to reach out and ping back. And um, yeah, that's me, really. Thanks, Jenny. Um, yeah, thanks for taking the time to speak to me today. And I hear a lot about people who come into the yoga studio where I work at who want to um, interest in other forms of movement. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of good to hear from you, uh, like advice or examples of what they can do if they want to kind of start strength training, if they want to start doing some more cardio based stuff and how it can really yeah. help them in all different aspects of their life. Um, yeah. and not just the physical so um, yeah thank you so much really appreciate it if you want to learn more about how I can help you achieve your health goals in nutrition sleep movement and stress you can contact me at charlietunmore at gmail.com I am not a doctor so please do not substitute this information for medical advice thank you so much for listening if you found this episode useful and want to support the podcast, please share it, give it a five-star rating and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This really helps the practice of health empower more people to take ownership of their own health.